With a mighty leap, Everett cleared the hood of the car in hot pursuit of his target. The bail jumper might have youth and agility on his side, but Everett was a pro and a champion jumper. Those agility training classes, where he'd played the part of dog, had really paid off when it came to honing his skills. It was getting his shot to the vet so he could sign up for classes that sucked. No one, not even a paid doc for animals, should ever put fingers, gloved or not, in the places this one dared. She was lucky she didn't lose her digits for the affront. As for the friend who played the part of his owner, after Tom finished trying to kill himself via laughter, he almost died until he swore he'd never reveal the indignity. So it was with confidence and grace, Everett's wolf, wearing a collar and tags to promote his guise of trained service dog, tangled himself in the legs of the fleeing criminal and tripped him. The runner hit the ground, and Everett pounced on his chest. A low growl and bared teeth sufficed to keep the male from moving as he blubbered, Nice doggy, don't eat me, as if he'd ruin his palate on scum. Tom, his handler, arrived panting, partially hunched over, a hand on his hip to brace himself. Everett, I swear to God, I'm going to kill you one day if you don't manage to kill me first. No. The extra-large fries Tom kept ordering for lunch would. As his best friend, Everett was just doing his part to keep Tom in shape. He lolled his tongue and winked. Since talking in front of the human would probably get him in trouble, Tom grimaced. Don't you give me that face. I am too old for this. Yeah, and if you know what's good for you, Gramps, you'll let me go, the thug lying underneath Everett threatened. A lifted lip and a rumbling snarl shut him up. Everett trotted off to the side as Tom zip-tied their bounty's hands together and marched him back to their SUV. Another successful hunt by the LWA, short for the Lone Wolf Agency. They didn't have their own television show yet, but all the cop shops knew if someone slipped their bail, who to call for help. Awoo! After they'd gotten their perp booked and the paperwork filled out to receive their check, they headed back to their office, also known as his garage. Downtown space came at a monthly premium and, given they spent as little time as possible in an office, proved neither worth it nor necessary. So long as they had a filing cabinet and a computer, they could call anywhere their office, even his cluttered garage. If it was good enough for the IRS, then it was good enough for LWA, not to mention a short commute in the morning. Only once the metal roll-down door had hummed shut did Everett morph from his wolf into himself. As he grabbed his pants from the pile he left behind, Tom continued to grumble. Why must they always run? Would it be so hard for them to just stand still and hold out their hands? But then how do we get our exercise? A dirty look from his partner made Everett chuckle. Tom continued to complain. I'm a sloth. Our idea of exercise involves climbing a tree to find a good branch to nap on. You're no fun. And you're insane. It's why we work well together. Everett replied with a toothy grin. Tom shook his head. Why me? Why indeed? Unlike Everett, Tom played well with others. He went to work on time, did his job, and never rocked any boats. Yet when Everett had called his old friend and told him he was contemplating starting his own business as a bounty hunter, Tom quit his job as an accountant 
and declared himself his sidekick. It had worked out better than expected. Given Everett's wolf side was best for tracking fugitives, they came up with a clever plan. When they caught a suspect's scent or ferreted out a location, Everett shifted into his wolf, either in the garage or if in the field, behind the dark tinted glass of their company truck.